0: Welcome back to From the Garophis. My name is Micah Foster, your host, and in this episode, I talked to John Silva, a church planter up in Salem, Oregon, who has had to kind of pivot quite a bit to keep reaching people who are far from God in his context. So this conversation is a lot about their response and how they've been able to come up with new ideas of how to reach people that they're trying to reach. I hope you enjoy. So thanks, John, uh, for hanging out with me. This is my garage office. This is my garage office. This is where I do my videos. Even my messages for Sunday are filmed on a little couch right over there. And then it comes over here to this machine and I edit it together because I'm the guy on the team. So, uh, so this is my garage office. And so I want to thank you for being a part of this podcast. Uh, and John Silva, just give us a little bit of information, where you're from, what you do.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I grew up not far from you. I grew up in Modesto, California. That's right. Yep. And um, went, to, went to college here in Oregon and then came back to, it was a teacher, a middle school teacher in Stockton for about six and a half years. Wow. And yeah. And then felt God saying, hey, you know, you like kids, but you're sick of teaching. Go be a youth <laughs> pastor. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So we, we looked everywhere for, for a job, my wife Liz and I, and um, our mentor said, hey, you love Oregon, just look in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And so we found a youth pastor job at um, a Calvary Chapel here in Salem, Oregon, and about six and a half years into that, felt the call of it's time to start a church that um, is primarily focused on reaching people who don't normally go to church. And that's kind of how we met, is yeah. that... I was just researching this idea of, you know, n- there's nothing like that around in this town at least. Mm-hmm. And my dad was a church planter in California in the eighties and his church was for the unchurched. Right. And so, um, I was just looking around, who else is doing something like this? And I found North point and I just reached out to everybody on the West coast. That was a North point partner. Right. And I emailed you and you said, Hey, are you free for a, I think it was a Skype meeting. And so, This is our second online meeting, which is great. (laughs) And that was, honestly, that was just in the very beginning stages of looking Mm -hmm. at planting a church and meeting with you and talking to a few other guys made me realize this is possible, right? It's not, it's not going to be easy because it's not going to be like everybody else, but we're, we're going to start a church for the unchurched. And so we started Cross Creek. Um, A group of 20 of us named it on April Fool's Day. We named it Cross Creek. And uh, since then, it's been so two and a half years since then, we've been having fun. We've been growing. You, you've planted, right? Right. And so it's, it's a lonely business, but mm-hmm. uh, it's exciting and we have a great team.
0: You see how real this is? I've got a delivery truck that just right outside awesome. my garage Perfect. door. This is not a green screen. This is not fake. This is my oh. office. The transport uh, is authentic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then we, we actually had the opportunity to meet in person. Yeah. So I was visiting my dad in Dallas, Oregon, which is just, just a little West of you guys. And you came out there, we met at a Starbucks and had, uh, I kind of caught up with what you guys were doing and where you had been and all that kind of stuff. But now a little bit down the road, mm-hmm. everybody's been disrupted, COVID-19 hit pandemic, you know, you can't have services, all this stuff happened. Right. And so everyone has been trying to the word right now is pivot. Everyone has been trying to do that. That's the word. And every time I think about that Friends episode with Ross, where he's in the stairwell (laughs) and he's screaming trying to get that, trying to get that couch up that pivot. You know, I just every time that's I'm like, man, I need a gif of that or a meme to just that's the moment. Anyway, so you guys have had to do your thing. So what has been your approach? To continuing to be the church in the midst of not being able to meet together in person,
1: Um, so everything kind of hit the fan, and uh, we were we were a little bit slower than California up here in Oregon to to close everything down. But um, one week they said, "Hey, we're closing things down for any group two hundred and fifty and over," and we're not there. You know, we probably average about seventy adults, but we said, "You know what? There is no way I want my church to be in the news." For being the epicenter of an outbreak.
0: That's right.
1: And we don't want to endanger our people by saying, "Hey, no, no, it's safe." So we we canceled our live uh, environment for that. And I just basically we set up three cameras in the auditorium, and I spoke to the cameras just like you know I normally would, because we made that decision on a Wednesday. And so then I'm like, "Okay, what are we gonna do?" Like I, I was freaking out. I didn't have a lot of trust right. in that moment. I just right. didn't know what we we're gonna do. We're this young church, you know. We're on a shoestring budget there was no way I was going to just preach in an empty room again, because that just drove me nuts. And so we called an emergency leadership meeting. And um, probably the best thing I did, I did out of all this, because everything that we do now, is, it, it all came out of a team. that wasn't me. I'm just the guy on camera. Awesome. But I think the best thing that we did was we took our, our mission, our vision, and our values, and we just reminded ourselves of who we are and what we do and why we do it and how we do it. And I said, okay, so because our mission is, you know, to lead people into transforming relationship with Jesus Christ, might sound familiar to you. Mm-hmm. And our vision is to be a church for people who don't normally go to church. With that, what are those people needing? What are they looking for? They're not mm. looking for some guy speaking to an empty room. Right. So, in light of all of this, what do we do? And through some some pretty heavy conversations, some socially distant conversations, right? Um, we decided, you know what? Let's do a kind of a format of a late night talk show Mm -hmm. but a a youtube uh episode we're not going to do it live because people we're trying to minister to and and reach they don't care if you're at you know doing your church at 9 a.m on sunday morning they don't Mm -hmm. care when you're doing it. they want it on demand just like everything else so we said okay we'll do pre-recorded episodes and uh it kind of just went from there we had we've been experimenting and we call it uh our motto is always be tweaking because we just, <laughs> we're always asking questions. Is this working? Is this the right way to go? And so uh, we've just been tweaking it as we go. Even today, we had our staff meeting, and we decided to, we've been doing games kind of before the uh-huh. message, just like, you know, a Jimmy Fallon type game or something. And we're realizing, hey, that's kind of making our episodes longer. And then, you know, people don't, people have their kids home, and they're trying to right. do school. And right. so right. let's keep it shorter. Let's do the game later on in the week, if we're going to do a game, and kind of cut that out and just make it shorter. So people are more willing to watch and um, hopefully, discover God's love for them.
0: Wow! And so you've been calling it for Salem, like the for right. Salem show or podcast, or what do you call it? What do you? Call I don't.
1: It? We don't know what to call it.
0: <laughs> it's just the for Salem thing. It's, it's just the, the, we.
1: Well, the title is together for Salem. Right? Okay, got it. We're all in this together, uh-huh. but we don't know if we call it a podcast or a video cast or whatever. So we just make something up on the fly.
0: So what are the formats? Uh, you know, the mediums in which it's going out? And you said YouTube, is it going out in any other way?
1: Yeah, uh, YouTube's our main one. And okay. then uh, we, we do post it to Facebook. But uh, we just talked about it today. One of the main things with Facebook is it's such a, a scrolling format. Most people right. aren't going to scroll and stop and watch it for half an hour. Uh-huh. So uh, with Facebook, we're probably getting some, you know, 10 second views, which hopefully will then peak interest and take them over to YouTube. Mm-hmm. But those are our main ones we're using is, um, and then our, it's on our website, of course. Right. But yeah, YouTube, I think is kind of where, where we're headed. Kind of following the lead of, I think, it, is it Dave? Yes. Aussie yeah. Dave. Yes. The guy's awesome.
0: He he comes up almost once in every one of these podcasts. <laughs> well,
1: you're going to have to pay him royalties. <laughs>
0: <I> know, right. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, have you guys you know, you, you're always tweaking, right. And we're doing the same thing from week to week. We're, you know, we're, we're doing a similar thing, but we are doing, uh, all the elements really of a regular service, but we're mm-hmm. doing it in It's truncated. It's like half an hour. Um, but we're, uh, we release it at a certain time. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've been using a program called Ecamm live and then also pairing that with, um, with Restream, which is a live streaming service which pushes it out to different various kinds of channels. Yeah. Um, and so we've focused in we've tried we tried Twitch for a little bit, right? And that's right. fine. But nobody cares on there um about what we're doing. I, I actually in one of these in one of these podcasts I interviewed a guy who's doing like ministry on Twitch and he's doing a great job and we're right. not really
1: is that really Instagram that. church guy? No, so that,
0: oh. that's the guy who's doing it on Instagram. That guy's so, amazing. Uh, so yeah, Alex, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's from Fresno. So Right. Uh, anyway, so w- we have been experimenting with different things. Right now, what we're doing is we're premiering. So we're loading it to Facebook and YouTube, and we're premiering it at a certain time. And we did that for the first time this last week. And it was a lot less stressful for me because there's less that can go wrong Right. When you do that, then when you're pushing it live, cause the week before we had all kinds of technical issues and, and
1: that's something we wanted to avoid like, too. Yeah. Oh
0: man. It was, I was like, I'm sorry. Like eventually I had to restart the stream like three times the week before. Yep. And eventually I just said in the chat, I'm sorry guys, I'm going to have to load this on YouTube. Watch your email. You know, it was yeah. like, yeah, I can't, I can't keep doing
1: well, this. Well, That was another thing for us. Um, You know, most churches around here, they're, they're great churches. They're, you know, they're not going to watch us, So they're designed for church people. And so yeah. they're all going live at the exact same time on mm-hmm. Sunday morning, mm-hmm. doing things they've always did competing with each other, basically because we're now all in the same space. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? We don't need to compete with them. We're not, there is no competition. You know, the people we're reaching are not going to church anyway. Right. So let's just do it. Let's not worry about people's bandwidth going out and things messing up. Let's just pre-record it and, and launch it on Saturday. Instead of Sunday, because that gives people the weekend to figure out when they want to watch right. it, and we're actually seeing a lot of watching on uh, Monday. Monday,
0: like, yeah. is there a
1: specific time on Monday? Um, evening, I think evening. they're like, "Oh my gosh, I got another week of this, <laughs> so they, right. I need some, I need some Jesus.
0: I need some good news, right? From yeah, <laughs> John Silva. Does any of this affect you moving forward in your next phases or whenever you can meet together in person or whatever? There's a lot of people doing phasing kind of phasing in like
1: right yeah in, in oregon it's probably go, they're gonna uh they're doing it by county and mm-hmm. uh marion county which is what salem is in is one of the <clears throat> may ma- bigger counties and so okay. we're one of three that aren't in phase one right now we're still in like lockdown mode but uh phase one is 10 people or less and so they're going to phase it up <clears throat> and so we're looking at what does this look like in each phase and so, uh, what we're realizing is this: the online thing we're doing, it's going to keep going for who knows, probably at least till September, uh, because we're not willing to meet live <clears throat> if it's not safe and if it's not quality. Like having people sit six feet apart with masks on right. just so they can be—just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So um, we're one of our one of our values is authentic excellence, and if we can't be authentically excellent, we're not going to do it. So uh, we're looking at what does this look like for our small groups? And so right. we're kicking around ideas. It's probably gonna be, we're still gonna make our episodes and then have people sit in their living rooms together and, and watch the episode and then discuss it and just kind of get back to having life together. That
0: could be phase one for you guys. Right. Right. Do you have an idea or a thought post that, what there might come next, what might be
1: next? Um, we, we're kicking that around. For me, right now, we're, we're going to have our uh, leadership meeting this week, so I don't make all the decisions because that would be terrible. But um, probably right now, we're going to probably stick with the focusing on the small group episode idea until we can really just go back to the live environment. Mm-hmm. And even when we go back to live, I think uh, the, the feeling is we're going to keep doing the episodes because it's, it's the new front door, as you know, everybody's been saying.
0: Yeah. So let's so, talk about that. So why not? Yeah. I mean the new front door. All right. So that's a term I've heard as well. And so in the model that you and I have have kind of aligned ourselves with mm-hmm. um the front door, the the entryway, the foyer environment has been right. the Sunday morning service, right? right. That's right. that's the model we've we've been a part of. Um but in this time we've seen maybe a I've heard this phrase in the past, a pre-foyer environment, a porch environment, or a curbside environment. I don't know yeah. what you just extend <laughs> everything for. Yeah. But how have you guys seen this to work for people who are your target audience, who are not typically church people, who don't typically engage that way? What, what, what kinds of things? Is there a story you can point to? Are there oh, names yeah. you're, you're connecting with now?
1: Well, so pre-COVID, we, uh, we, we still were very uh, intentional with our, with our online presence and that, that being our entry point. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a church for people who don't normally go to church. What we're seeing is a lot of de-churched people. Yeah. So not people who don't have any experience with church, but people who've mm-hmm. been burned by yep. church and are, and are literally scared to walk through the doors. And so we have some people who've watched for months and then they finally have the courage and I invite them every week and say, Hey, if you're watching online, we'd love to meet you in person someday when you're comfortable. And so we have people who watch from us and then come in and um, we get to know them and they're, they're already ready and they kind of know us. Right. So it's always been our, our porch is our online environment. But uh, now it's even, it's even more so people who would never even watch our, because we would just, I'd have a pre-recorded welcome thing, which we we learned from Connexus up in Canada Mm -hmm. and uh, I'd say, Hey, welcome to Cross Creek online or on demand. Glad you're here. I'm John. Da, 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 da. And so we had that and then we just throw up my sermon. Right. And so now that it's so much different, we've had people who would never watch that, never go to our website to watch that actually uh, engaging people who like are anti church mm-hmm. are, we're, we're in their um, meeting place now. And they're, mm-hmm. if they're a little bit interested or their friend shares something, they're, they're right. willing now because it's safe. You know, I can't get you through the screen. Right. So. Right.
0: I can disengage as quick as I want. Right. I'm not Click. in a I'm not confined in a space. It's not awkward if I get up and walk out. I can just watch for a few minutes and if I like it, I can say I like it and move on or I can right. come back later and watch more. So yeah, there's a lot of uh there's a lot more anonymity in that. What's really interesting to me is seeing like on cuz we we kind of go live at a certain point or we premiere at a certain time, right? Which is 1030, which was our original service time. And so what's interesting to me is to watch the names in the chat pop up that are not a part of our church, but that I'm friends with on Facebook or we have mutual friends, you know? And so I'll see it and I'm like, you know what? They don't realize I can see their name right now (laughs) popping up. And it's really funny because sometimes you can tell right away they like get out. Cause it's like, Oh no, I'm exposed. Oh, I, my name right. popped up. Yeah. And I've seen people, you know, welcome people in the chat that are friends of theirs that I don't see their name pop up cause I'm not friends with them. Right. So it's a really interesting dynamic to see that, but I love seeing that and seeing other people say, Hey, so good to see you. You know? And I'm like, who, what are you talking about? I don't <laughs> know who that
1: is So I love well, that's, that. And see, that was the toss up for us with, uh, either going live or not because not going live they can stay anonymous mm-hmm. and we don't have we we don't have anybody who can say hey how's it going? And so we that was I'm I'm personally still debating, you know, yeah. is is live better or not. I i still I'm going with the wisdom of our team that with the people we're trying to reach, they want anonymous and they'll reach out when they're ready, which we're finally starting to see. It's kind of like we're um that flywheel in, in yep. good to great. I don't know if you read yep. that, but Uh, We're slowly pushing and Mm -hmm. now we're finally starting to see people trust us and say, you know what? I do exist and I have been watching. So Mm -hmm. that's exciting.
0: Yeah, we've seen some of that same stuff happen. For us, the majority of the people (laughs) who would have already been coming to church, to our church uh, services, um, they watch mostly when it's broadcast. So there is that community happening in the chat. That's and cool. we encourage it and we're like, type in the chat if, you know, answer this or whatever, mm-hmm. tell us. We try to do a create community, but it also primes the algorithm to push it more because there's interaction.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, And then people who maybe wouldn't be involved in that, they'll watch it later because it stays up. Yeah. So they watch the replay, they'll watch it later. And then we really saw a need for our kids yes. in trying to resource our parents, right? Mm-hmm. So what's been great is, the um, Rethink Group, who puts out all the Orange Curriculum, uh, they've been producing these basically episodes for our two kids' environments. We call it Wombland and Upstreet. Right. Um, so uh, our preschool environment, you know, we we kind of premiere that uh, Wombland large group stuff, which includes a host, you know, a song, a story, the host again, another song. Like it's a whole thing. So awesome. it's like 15 minutes. Yeah, and so we premiere that, and encourage our families who have those age groups to watch that time. So at 9:30, we have Womble In. At 10, we have Upstreet. At 10:30, okay. we have our adult service, and then, and then at 11:30, I'm I'm rebroadcasting our adult service on Instagram Live. So it's like a whole wow Sunday morning of you know, yeah. broadcasting and interacting with people. And then this last weekend, I tried something new. It was experiment right after the adult service. And before I went on to Instagram live, I, I created a Facebook messenger room. Yeah. The video chat room. Now mm-hmm. that Facebook has put out and created, which is the answer to zoom and okay. all these other things that they just okay. want. They just want to sustain Facebook forever. So, uh, and I made it, available to anyone who's a part of a private Facebook group that we have oh, okay. for smart. Two Cities Church Family. Yeah. So, um, so if we have new people, which I have DMs with and stuff, I encourage them, hey, go join that group. You just hang out and kind of watch community. And mm-hmm. if you want to interact, interact. And, uh, and so on, on Sunday, I didn't tell anyone I was going to do this. Right after the service was done, I started a, a group up. And like four people popped in. They're like, what is this? I don't even know. i never heard of this. And so we just chatted for a few minutes and I was like, yeah, this is our virtual lobby. Come hang out with me after service next week. So, uh, so I'm just trying to create some of those little opportunities for
1: yeah you're connection. Doing, you're doing a lot. Is that all you? Are you the one Dude, doing all that? It's
0: all from my girl office. I'm oh telling my you.
1: Gosh. I,
0: it is all from my girl office. How
1: tired yeah. are you? <clears throat> you? You're kind of, you're, you got energy. You're one of those. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, we got a lot going on, right? We got three kids, yeah. distance learning. My wife works full time. Plus, some. I work full time. Plus, some. we all, we have a, um, a digital, uh, uh, virtual assistant agency we run on the side. It's like a boutique agency. We just have a few clients, a few virtual sure. assistants. So like yesterday, for instance, Monday, I'm with the kids from, you know, wake up till 1 PM helping them do their schoolwork. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, all that. Yeah. My wife's working. We switch. Right. So then I have one to five and and then I'm off at five. And so yesterday my whole day was zoom meetings with people for dream support, which is our virtual assistant agency. So then today, you know, I'm working on podcast stuff. Right. Tomorrow I'll be working on message stuff and service stuff. It's just, you know, it's just, it's a whole thing. And then last night we have uh, a team meeting through zoom on Monday nights during this time. And I have a small group on Thursday nights through zoom. So there's a lot of stuff going on, but I don't know. You just gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta do what you gotta do. You
1: made me tired just listening to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the awesome, one, though. the one good thing that I did right before all of this, and I'm so glad I did. Oh my goodness. Was I, went out and I bought my uh, myself a new Mac because Smart. my old one was, it was a Mac mini. Mm-hmm. The old one was the churches. It was an old Mac mini that we were using. And I went out and bought my own personal iMac that's brand new because I knew I was going to be doing a bunch of editing. I knew yeah. I needed to be like a lot faster than a, I was frustrated with the old machine. So it's, you know, I'm so glad that I did that. That's right awesome. Before all this, because <laughs> that, man, was... that would have been so rough the thing I've noticed because I just I just went back and I watched one of your episodes um, the the thing that I noticed and you mentioned the games, yeah, um, the thing I noticed was there's uh there's and there's no music no so tell me about that decision and tell me about how you guys okay. came to that
1: uh it kind of goes back to that authentic excellence thing with us uh we a young church, not a lot of money just to go buy great equipment, and so any recording was going to be not that great, um, especially if we did it live. And again, the people that we're uh, making primarily making this episode for, they don't care. We decided to to take our, our music and call it house sessions mm-hmm. and just have members of our band, our leaders, record songs in their home. And then we pl- launched that as a separate... Um, a standalone. Yeah, a standalone during the week. And so um, I feel like that's been that's been fun because we can highlight our, our musicians who are, yep. we don't deserve to have the musicians we have. They're so good. And so highlight them and have this special um, time with them. But then also it's still a comfortable environment for the, the unchurched to watch our episodes and not feel like, well, they're kind of just looking in on this church service that isn't really for them.
0: Sure. Sure. Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. We, we kind of went the other way. We went like, Hey, let's, we got great musicians. Let's do, we're doing living room recordings basically. Right. Um, and uh, we did, we've done two recording sessions with just like. like this kind of gear. Right. Right. So this kind of gear and this kind of gear and also this kind of gear. Right. So, uh, which is just three band members and then me and all the cameras i could find and just set up multi angle right and mm-hmm. try to create different audio sources with different things and then put it all together and put together you know two or three song sets for each service out of those so i'll pick and choose between the songs yeah. and then on wednesdays we release one song alone just as a, like a worship wednesday hey be encouraged by this. This is the message of this song. And so what, what's end up happening is we have like this, this service on Sundays that we put out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we have these different elements that we just push out as standalone things during the week. Right. So if we do a, um, like we did a Mother's Day thing where I had people send me cell phone videos of them reciting a couple lines from a poem and then we put it together with music and stuff. Cool. It was only like a minute and a half, right? The whole thing. Right um but it highlighted a bunch of different people a bunch of different faces and then we could later that day it was a standalone like hey if you missed it go watch this we put it on instagram you know so we're trying to reuse the content mm-hmm. we're spending so much time trying to create so that it has a shelf right life. it's
1: <laughs> kind of sad to just do a, a one-shot thing and put all that work into it and right. say okay and 50 people saw it great
0: right exactly exactly <laughs> and had some legs that's the thing and we put out a survey uh interesting thing
1: yep that's um, what we did survey was one of the smart things we did too
0: so what what did you find from your survey or what were the, some of the questions that you asked
1: um we we went through each element that we had in our episodes and said has this been helpful or entertaining and <laughs> uh the game going back to the game people were like yeah that's cool and so we were like, get rid of the games. Because huh. they just wanted to, to scroll through it and, and get to the, the good sure stuff, thing. I guess. Even though we saw, you know, <laughs> the first few episodes, we, our viewership was here. And right. then when we got to me, yeah, and it came back. Because we we're doing giveaways at the end, too. So... Um, I think
0: that's pretty, that's pretty standard. Yeah, I don't think so.
1: It's just... I, I didn't take it personally.
0: Yeah. I think just that whole, like, okay, now I'm going to watch a guy talk. And we try to do what we can do. You know, we put the graphics up or we right, make right. jokes or whatever we try. To, but still, um, it's just not as entertaining most of the time right? Uh, because we're not Seinfeld or Stanley.
1: Working on it. Um, so with the survey, we we just asked different elements. Is this helpful? What are you getting out of it? Um, make, made the survey really easy. So just you know, right. click a number, not write a paragraph response for each question. And it was actually really encouraging. Um, our older audience uh, asked, one, one lady said, you know, e- email it to me. Having to go find it on YouTubes and the Facebooks doesn't work for me. Just, just email it to me. Like, that's, yeah, why aren't we utilizing our email list? And So now we're sending it out to more people, getting, getting people to open it and watch it. And yeah, so just hearing from people. We're probably going to do another survey just because we're, we're now further into it and say, what, where are you? Like, how's, what's going on in your life? Right. Where do you need? help we want to help what can we do right. that's kind of
0: so sunday i put out a survey um and i haven't even i haven't even like emailed it to our whole list yet um but there's been about 20 responses so far which is good and it was more about like how are you doing really mm-hmm. so tell me before this thing hit where would you rate yourself in terms of like your mental health right on a on a on a 0 to 10 scale yeah. So you and cared then, about
1: the people and we just cared about our episode. That's
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> it took us a while to get here. So then uh so then it was like follow-up question was how would you rate yourself today? And so it was really interesting to see that. And it's totally anonymous. So they can be right. totally anonymous with it, unless they self reveal who they are by saying a name and an answer later or something. But Uh, it's interesting to see how many people were like eights and nines before this. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I don't think we had any tens. Like I was like a superstar mental health person before this, but they kind of, they kind of slide, they kind of slid down a little bit. The second question, someone actually said I'm a 10 now. So I was a, I was a, you know, a seven or whatever. Now I'm a 10. And so that's really interesting too, to kind of see the positive effects of of that on some people's mental health, but I think it yes. really depends on your environment and where yes, somebody you must are. have hated
1: their job. And they're like, yes, yeah. I don't have to go anymore.
0: Exactly. Or, or, you know, what, what kind of living environment you're in, or right. if I were in Oregon and it was raining a lot, I would, my mental health would be lower. So <laughs> anyway, so, so it's just really interesting to see those things and then asking, you know, is there anything else we can do? Are we, mm-hmm. do you feel supported by the church and it was encouraging to get, those notes and encouragements from people. Yeah, you guys are doing great. Just keep popping up in my feed was, was one. Um,
1: That's encouraging. They want to, I look
0: forward to this. I look forward to seeing stuff from the church. It's like the highlight of my week or whatever. So I really enjoy. That's super encouraging. uh, Hearing those things. Yeah. Matters. And even i I'm really surprised by the people, some people who were like super involved and always there. And I, never hear from them unless I call them or text them. Like I never see them on anything or they're never watching with us. They're never engaging with anything. Just, There's like, they're nowhere to be found. And then, you know, I'll call them or I'll text them. Hey, how you doing? And they'll be like, Oh, I'm good. You know, I'm fine. I'm like, have you been joining us or watching along? They're like, Oh no, I really haven't been doing that recently. You know?
1: I'm see, like, I'm wondering okay. that. Cause I was okay. kind of thinking about that the other day is do they just need a break? Have we been kind of pushing them a little harder than we should have? You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I don't have to go. I don't, I'm not needed. I can just, I get a Sunday off, you know?
0: No. Yeah. I, and I think there's something to that. I think there's something to that break for our core team. Mm-hmm. We go pretty hard. Our core team goes pretty hard set up and tear down. Um, and it's not like a quick and easy setup and tear down. Like we try to create an environment and everything. And we're and we've even toned it way back from what we used to do, but still have a high impact. Uh, but I there are certain people on our team who have been doing that since we started. And so they're like, I'm tired of doing that, you know? And and I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah. You know, I'm there, I'm there, you know, when we were doing live services, um, in-person services, I left the house set. Six six thirty, and I didn't come get home till yeah. two two
1: thirty. This um, was the first Mother's Day that exactly my wife's been a mother that I was home the whole time.
0: Exactly. I mean, you know? I ordered breakfast from the best place. Yep. You know, we had a giant spread. It was great. I was like, "This is so great to have Mother's Day." Yeah, that hasn't happened actually ever.
1: She deserves right ever. exactly because I'm
0: always I've always been it's in ministry since we've been married and and since she's been a mother. And I've always been, uh, for that entire time, you know, I've been in charge of a lot of things that had to happen on Sunday morning. So I could right. never be there to celebrate Mother's Day that morning. Whereas a bunch of other people in the church didn't come to church that day because they had, they had brunch with grandma and mom and yeah. sister. So, else.
1: Those ministry wives are amazing. Uh,
0: they really are. They really are. So do you guys, so tell me about your family. They're awesome. Okay, cool. So I know <laughs> no, I see some pictures I, behind you. Oh yeah. Right? Those are, so you got, you got your wife, you got,
1: uh, oh, we have like, three kids. Okay. Yep. So I have, um, there's Danny right now. He's yeah. seven. There's Quinn. She's four. And there's crazy Benji. He's five. There you go. So a, a first grader, a preschooler and a no schooler. And so that's, that's kind of been the, the hard part and the awesome part of this mm-hmm. uh, quarantine thing is having everybody, cause I'm working from home, having everybody in the same house at the same time is crazy. Yeah, You mentioned it's Oregon. So it, it rains a lot. We can't get out that much. And so they're kind of all cooped up, but we also, I moved, uh, we, we discovered my oldest is just very, uh, introverted and wants to be independent. And so we kind of switch. He was with his brother. They're sharing, we have three bedrooms. So we, um, the boys were in a room and the girl was in her own room. Well, we switched it. We put the oldest in the girl's room, the girl with the other boy. And that's been great. And then we moved his desk into uh, my bedroom, which is my office. And so I, I'm typing away on my message and he's doing his little math homework and stuff. And I look over and he's doing something. It's been a great. So there's been, it's like the whole spectrum of right. getting to be with my kids more, take a break, go throw some pitches for him, And then um, I'm trying to write this really deep life-changing sermon and they're screaming, <laughs> screaming at me about some show or something you know
0: really brings brings some perspective i mean when when paul was writing the letters to the churches in the new testament right. and when he was like from prison you know think yeah. about that right here's two of mine exactly of kids they come in right at the right spot this is my youngest eli hey buddy how you doing he's gonna turn what are you gonna turn 6 6, Six. At the end of the month and my daughter's it's over good. here hiding and she's going to turn 8 at the end of the month. So,
1: you're smart. Two kids is the way to go, man.
0: I have another one.
1: Oh, well then. He's you're ten. in the same boat as me. <laughs> He's <laughs> 10, so yeah. Bye-bye. That's awesome. Bye. Right on cue. Yeah, that was perfect. You <clears throat> must have planned that. But yeah, yeah just it, having it, that that uh, intersection of now it's not, you know, you used to have work and home and you could just go away and And now it's, it's all together, which is great. The kids are, my kids think I'm famous because I'm now on YouTube. Right. So, and they get to see behind the scenes. (laughs) We've
0: been doing YouTube videos for a couple of years now, just like on our own. Like we started out with just like family vacation highlights and things like that. And then I started doing some different ministry type videos. And, and, uh, and so we've been experimenting with that stuff for a while. And my son now he's got his own channel. And he likes to, uh, yeah, he just shows off like, this is,
1: here's my Legos, and here's, yeah, it's you know, like, and, and we have the same thing. My kids do Lego battles, and I have to film it yeah. for half an hour and then load it up to YouTube. And
0: well, finally, that old Mac Mini, right? Uh-huh. I cleared it off and I, uh, I reinstalled everything. I bought it from the church and then I gave it to my son and said, here, genius, use iMovie. <laughs> uh, so,
1: you might have started a whole new career for him. You don't he's know. He's
0: been, well, he's been, now he's on, he's got a schedule. He's like, my videos come out on Wednesday. And so he's, ed- he's in there editing videos, you know, oh. but they're, they're really funny. They're like up the nose shots. And um, it, it's, he's oh. like, he, he, the other day he said something like, yeah, I posted a video last week. No one's watched it. And I said, doesn't matter. Did you have fun nope. doing it? I don't care if anybody watched it. Did you have fun doing it? Did you feel creative? Did you feel like you learned something? Great. Who cares if someone watched it? Um, Well,
1: in these show notes, you should put put it on there so we can all subscribe to it. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I think it will. It's already is. I think I have it down there anyways. Um, (laughs) I think my daughter had one too. She's got like five videos on there. Um, Anyways, it's just kind of fun. They really like that stuff. And it's really a generation of kids who are doing that and enjoy doing that, which has its pluses and minuses. depends on their motivations and why, and what are they hoping to get from it? Or, you know, my hope is always to provide value for other people and it's not to get something. So, you know, I could have just a few people watch this, but it's going to end up being 45 minutes or an hour Mm -hmm. and they're going to get those few people are going to get a ton of value out of it. And so great. That's, you know, um,
1: that's, that's the way to do it. I mean, even with, especially with church stuff, right? Yep. You don't know, who, you can't change everybody's life, but you can change somebody's life, exactly. Or be used to change somebody's life,
0: right? So, so like even like the experiment I was doing with rebroadcasting through Instagram Live, mm-hmm. right? So showing a thirty-five minute service is that's a lot for an Instagram Live, yeah. Um, and uh, and it was kind of an experiment, and I was like, I don't know. And this past weekend, I was like, I'm going to give it maybe one or two more times before I evaluate if it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, I got to manage it and monitor it and interact with people on it. So it's another
1: thing. More hours, yeah.
0: So so this past Sunday, I was like, okay, this is something because we actually had some uh, direct messages about prayer. We actually had like a first-time giver come through there. We actually had like, um, you know, Someone who moved away from the church watched, you know, there was a few people who watched the entire thing wow. on Instagram live, which I was surprised by. Usually it's a pop in and out audience. Right. Right. But so you had
1: them watch the whole thing and engage.
0: Yes. And so I was like, okay, let's keep doing this. And let's, let's, we may make some adjustments, but let's keep doing this and see what happens. And that's what the whole episode with Alex Dion Wilson was about Instagram Mm-hmm. Insta Church Live and everything that they're doing on there. So, um, I'm just encouraged by people who are pushing the envelope in these different ways to see what's up. So for us, the big question is, how are we going to uh, incorporate what we're learning now into the post-pandemic normal, whatever that is? You know, when when we can, as, assumingly, when we can finally meet in person without having a bunch of provisions, without having to do masks and six feet and the biggest thing for us is children's ministry when we can actually have children's ministry like we don't feel like we should be having service in person unless we can have children's ministry
1: well that's i mean the reason we can do the online stuff for adults all day long forever you know but that's our challenge is is the kids and they need one on they need face to face they need to run around and and know that there's other adults who, who love them and will tell them Jesus loves them. Right. And so that's, I, I keep telling our team, church would be so easy if it weren't for kids. Yeah, exactly. Because really the, the live service in my mind is it's for the kids. And then my job is to babysit their parents. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's going to be the teaser <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but if the parents are having a great time and the kids are bored and hate going, they're going to stop coming. Right. but the kids are having a great time and I can kind of keep the parents' attention. They're going to keep coming. Right. You know?
0: Yeah, exactly. So and that's really what the challenge has been this whole time is like, how do we, how do we continue to provide a growing environment or experience for kids during this time? And I've yeah. been encouraging parents. I'm like, Hey, listen, parents, you're the small group leader for your kids right now. So use the resources, please. You know, it's kind of right. like, uh, just begging them. Like it's right there. Come on, like grab a hold of it and use it on purpose. Don't just let this time go by. We want to see your kids grow in this time and it's a great opportunity for them to grow. And the way that you respond is going to tell a lot. It's going to inform them a lot on the authenticity of your faith. And That's great. And I'm that going to steal that. That's awesome. You should do it. You That's should do it. Steal it, all. <laughs> steal it all. That's what we do. We beg, borrow and steal, right? That's And, and adapt.
1: That's, yes.
0: Hey, it's been uh we've been at this for almost an hour and I don't want to wow. take up your entire day. Uh I loved it. Love the conversation. Yeah, love Hanging you. out with you, learning what you're doing, learning from what you guys are doing. I really love the uh the late night kind of show. We're idea. having fun. Yeah. And you know that because we're talking about how do we continue to have an online presence that is similar to what we're doing now, but doesn't take as much time as it is right now because we're gonna right. be doing in-person things as well exactly so how do we have a dual model here how do we have a two-prong approach
1: when it's and, just you doing it yes and, and i can't can do hire what somebody I'm doing,
0: <laughs> i can't do what i'm doing now and do what i've got no. to do if, when we're doing in-service stuff right in-person stuff i always say in person because if i people say when we do church i'm like that's not you can't nope. stop you know so yeah. um people get mad at me about that too yeah but i uh I, I think that something like that late night show idea could be a great adaptation that would allow us to continue to have a good it's presence fun. online. It's
1: fun. And it is a lot of work. Like I don't, I don't do the editing. We have our host, Monica. She, she's basically carrying the church right now. Wow. And awesome. She, yeah, she's part-time too, but she works more than full-time. So it, it's a lot of work. And so we're trying to figure out how do we keep that going and keep, you know, our outreach going right. but still provide a in-person environment so
0: provide the environment for the kids where you babysit
1: exactly exactly awesome. well she's also the lady monica she's our children's director as well so there you go on her plate
0: yes yep. and our children's director is very part-time as well and she's the yeah. one who gets those videos for our womble land and upstreet and gets them to me and make sure and it's yeah. awesome to see those people stepping into kind of outside the line roles
1: for what you know, right. And just <laughs> what seeing they're originally doing, seeing it's all about the mission and not just the job description. Exactly.
0: Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me, John. Really appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Is there any, anything, uh, where can we find you website or whatever?
1: Uh, your Awesome. And it's your throughout social media. It's your cross Creek at your cross Creek. Cause we're Great. for you.
0: Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks, thanks man. This was fun, man.
1: Yeah. Appreciate it. We'll talk later. All right. Sounds good. All right.
0: So bonus content, Uh, we forgot to talk about uh, this idea of pub church, which you guys have been kicking around. So tell me, and it's not anything, you haven't even said you're doing it. You're just kicking around an idea. So this
1: is like inner circle discussing, wouldn't it be great if type stuff.
0: So tell me about pub church.
1: Yeah, well, we're Pacific Northwest, so microbreweries and all that kind of thing. So anyway, we've kicked around the idea of having uh, different local breweries uh, donate beer for our services because we meet Sunday evenings and, you know, churches usually do coffee for Sunday mornings because that's hospitality. When somebody comes to your house, you serve them coffee. Well, up here in the evening, if somebody comes to your house in the evening, what do you offer them? You offer mm-hmm. them your latest microbrew. So we have kicked that idea around. Um, but there's a lot of you know, rules with alcohol and gatherings sure. and there's kids involved and stuff. So, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> gotta be careful. But uh this idea, since we're doing the the YouTube episodes, what if we you know found a pub or turned something into a pub style and showed the episode and then just had discussions about it over pub tables and just had pub church where you know the whole c s lewis uh yeah. j. r. tolkien thing of sharing a pint and talking theology right. and what a great i mean if your unchurched friend says, Hey, you want to come, you want to come to my worship service with me? <laughs> no. Right. Hey, right. you want to come have a beer and we'll, we'll talk about, you know, some, some life issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm there. Right. So it's kind of the idea. Again, the problem is what are we going to do with the kids?
0: Right. It's almost a, it's it almost has to be a, an ad. Right. To like a, instead of a replacement for,
1: or uh, like a, a, a separate campus idea almost.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We have some people up here, they're part of different churches, right? And uh, a good friend of mine, Paul, who's a part of our church, likes to be a part of this. And it's called um, Beer and Jesus. And uh, they've only done it a few times, but the idea is they go to a different brewery. Mm -hmm. um, And then they they try different beer and then they have conversations about Jesus. I've never been. I don't know how formal it is. I personally don't like beer, so that's like my, I'm like, I would be so... We'll I wouldn't even be. be friends. Okay. I wouldn't even be there. Um, people would be like, "What's wrong with you? You don't like beer." So
1: they'd feel judged. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, I would feel <laughs> so judged. Try this. Try this. Try. This. Oh, it's this gross. Um, so it doesn't really fit me for my personality, but for some right. people, it's like, "Like, yeah, that's super exciting," and I can see but, that.
1: I mean, this whole thing of people wanting to connect, and mm-hmm. you know, the whole idea of circles are better than rows thing. Right. Um, if circles are better than rows, then maybe we need to rethink doing rows. Right. And so, I mean, that's way out there. And I share that with people and they get pretty scared and deer in the headlights type thing of, what well, we can't go to, you can still go to church. But uh, right. maybe we'll get real connection if we're smaller and more. Well, it's it's like you're trying to formal. figure out that
0: bridge between or that idea between, you know, because people, people, some people go all the way house church, right? Right. Which then becomes very insider focused very, and very insider and, um, and cult- I, cultish I don't have sometimes <laughs> I, I know people who are part of house churches that are great I mean Francis Chan figured out a way sure. to do house church that that sounds really attractive to a lot of people so right. so there's that I'm but, not him but <laughs> but when you think about kind of that extreme versus the in person services you, there's no there's it's really hard to break in i think from the outside you got to really want to get in
1: and we're trying to remove really every really obstacle gotta. possible right
0: so so somewhere between where you have the intimacy or the the personal nature of that gathering of that but it's not quite as formal as the rose and allows for more personality and more conversation
1: there's right.
0: something interesting about that and mean we're talking about uh we're talking about shifts in how people do church for generations. And that right. is a very scary proposition for people. Right. And uh, people can get very <sighs> angry <laughs> about those well, they conversations. They feel, feel threatened and feel threatened.
1: there's no security. There's no exactly. safety net. But yeah.
0: our security is not in our tradition. Right. Right. It's in our savior. Right. And, and uh, he's shown up in lots of ways that have
1: been unexpected. So,
0: I don't know. I don't know. Right. We'll see what I mean, happens.
1: Exactly. I mean, picture those early disciples, those Jewish boys no longer having the temple. And right. what the heck, right? And they had exactly. To just follow Jesus. Yeah. With no yeah. the Bible to turn to yet.
0: Yeah, with no the Bible. People, <laughs> that's another thing that really right? throws people off. When you <laughs> talk about how.
1: Oh, man, we could talk for hours now.
0: No, Paul wasn't <laughs> writing the Bible, he was writing a letter. Uh-huh. Anyway. Well, man, thanks again. Really appreciate yeah, thank it. You. We'll talk again. Let's keep in touch. I'll let you for know sure. when, this, uh, when this goes out.
1: Yeah, right. looking forward to it. Thanks,
0: man. All right. Thanks, man. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that conversation. I know that I did. And I hope that you were inspired to think a little bit differently about how the church can move forward beyond this pandemic. Uh, it may go back to normal, but it may also look a little bit different. And, uh, and I hope however it looks different is for the better. If you enjoy this content, please subscribe. Please uh, share this with other people. And I hope to see you in the next one. God bless.